You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. We're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to pray for Syria. Uh, Voice of the Martyr suggested that we pray Colossians 3.14 for the churches and the Christians there in Syria. And so, Lord, uh, over all these virtues put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. We pray over the churches in Syria. We also pray for unity among Somali believers and those working with them. And we pray for believers who have been forced from their homes and have nowhere to go in Yemen. And we thank you, Voice of the Martyrs, for providing uh, people to pray for. And thank you, Lord, for providing for those wonderful people who we call brothers and sisters in Christ and make our home with your home (laughs) through Jesus Christ. Thanks for praying along. Appreciate that. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. It is Monday Mug Day, so we're looking at three things that happened in history. Uh, Louisiana Purchase happened on this day. Thomas Edison and the incandescent light bulb. He did it in private, but didn't stay that way very long, did it? That just changed everything. And uh, the Battle of Bastogne. In 1944, probably not going to be on there, be either uh, Thomas Edison, you know me, right? Also on this day, longtime Christmas favorite premiered in New York. Yes, on this day in 1946. I know for a lot of your families, you may be one of them, it's a tradition. With our family, it's Elf. We've seen Elf this year already. And maybe you've seen It's a Wonderful Life. Merry yes. Christmas, movies! Yeah. Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful Billy and Lou! Here we go. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Here we go. Cup of Joe Morning Show Monday, Monday. All righty. 719. It's Monday Mug Day. The first person on the Cup of Joe hotline, which is toll-free, 800-946-1765 with the correct answer, you win my mug, the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show Travel Mug. This is the only way you can get it, right here. All right. Yes, indeedy, we are talking about today in history, December 20th. It was in 1803, the United States buys the Louisiana Territory from what country? Japan, England, or France? Japan, England, or France? First, first person on the Cup of Joe hotline with the correct answer. You win my mug. 800-946-1765. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up do something. The Sound of Life. Monday Mug Day it is. Let's do this, shall we? Yes. Let's go to the Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline. See if anybody wants the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug with a prize inside. I know. I didn't say a prize inside this time, but I got somebody on the hotline. Good morning. Cup of Joe Morning Show. Who's this? Brittany. All righty. Congratulations, Brittany. Yes, here we go. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Snowed on us a little bit Saturday. If you were around the Capital Region, you might have seen more than you wanted to. It was uh, it was quite messy out. Uh, I will say my son-in-law and my daughter and me and my wife, thank God my wife drove. Thank you, Lord. 
So we left the Hudson Valley. My daughter lives in Athens, not too far away. So we went to the Colony Mall in off Wolf Road there with a few other folks. You know, it's probably like that, like every Saturday. I mean, you know, not fooling me, but it was messy because I had my house shoes on. And so it, it was quite, there were quite the puddles, you know. So uh, we went in a couple of stores and I went for the very first time into the, is it called the Christmas Tree Shop, which is open all year round. Mercy. <laughs> wow, we is that something else? And of course, it's quite popular this time of the year. And you go to get in line. It's all I can say is the checkout line is kind of like the security line at LaGuardia. What is wrong with you? <laughs> A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. I'm kind of debating about how to get into this. Um, one of my favorite, probably my favorite news source only comes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in my email. It's called the Pour Over, P-O-U-R, Over. If you get that, you know what I'm talking about. It's a Christian organization, and they always look at the news through a Christian perspective, throw a verse out there and things, and that's where I get my espresso shot there. And they're talking about some high-profile trials that are going on right now and being very quick not to judge. All right, so... uh, I, with that in mind, <laughs> I will tell you what I saw. It's very interesting because it's coming from a singer that, believe it or not, back in the mid-90s, we played her at Christmas time because a couple of her songs that she wrote were really theologically correct. and They were right on the money. We did not play her most famous song, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. She's known for that, uh, for chart-topping top 40 hits. And that Christmas song, All I Want for Christmas is You, came out in 1994, but it continues to be on the Billboard 100 Christmas songs. And she was recently named Queen of Christmas. Many have put that on her, but she was on a breakfast talk show on the BBC recently And she said, I didn't create that title, and I believe it belongs to Mary, Jesus' mother. Wow. She said, I'm someone that loves Christmas that happened to be blessed to write All I Want for Christmas is You and a lot of other Christmas songs. And let's face it, you know, everybody's faith is what it is. But to me, Mary is the queen of Christmas. I just want to humbly say that I don't consider myself that. She discussed other elements of Christmas and thanked fans who have supported her holiday music along the way. She said, I just want to say thank you and give love to everybody on Christmas Day. She is known for an array of Christmas songs. They were, they came in, most of them, I think that may have been the only Christmas album that was in 94. Um, And it's on the, it still is, every year it is like the most popular song for whatever reason, right? But this, I'm talking about Mariah Carey's song, yeah. She has spoken about her faith in the past, proclaiming, quote, God kept me alive, a statement that um, made, she made often, she often talks about her difficult upbringing. And uh, you probably could do the same thing, maybe, I don't know. But um, she uh, has a memoir out called The Meaning of Mariah Carey, and, um, you know, to share that article with you on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. It's pretty cool. And sometimes when somebody, you know, somebody like that, who you've already made up your mind on, you know, you've already got them in that little particular square that they go in, and they come along and 
start saying things and professing their faith in Jesus and stuff, it kind of blows your mind, doesn't it? Well, it's a good thing. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and walking and the words, putting into sentence, doing. The sound of life. You know, you hear a lot this year or, or this time of the year, and or you should. Why did Jesus, why did God come as a man to the earth? Not to condemn the world, but to save it. Not to judge the world, but to bring redemption. And so we're not, it's not our time to judge, right? And I say all that because if I throw a name out to you, you probably already got her judged. I mean, I would, I'll be honest with you. I have preconceived ideas about this person. And I'm not talking about Justin Bieber, but I'm close, okay? Back in 1994, she came out with a Christmas album, and we played some songs on it. We looked at it, and we said, wow, these are really cool. She wrote them. She's a professing Christian. Boy, every year on the Grammy Awards, I would come to Frank, our music director, and go, ooh, you see the Grammy Award? You know, it, it was it was tough. Because we expect people to live out a certain way, right? I'm talking about Mariah Carey. And one of the songs on that album, we didn't play then. And it's being played all over the place now because it's the perennial number one song on the Billboard Holiday 100. And she has gotten the moniker of the Queen of Christmas. And the song is called All I Want for Christmas is You. It's very catchy, like the one Micah Tyler did. I, it's right up there. It's the way it is. Well, she was recently on a BBC talk show in the morning, and she said, I'm not the queen of Christmas. That belongs to Mary, Jesus' mother. Bloop. <laughs> Mic drop. Yes. She said, I'm someone that loves Christmas. I'm talking about Mariah Carey saying this. She said, that happens to be blessed to write All I Want for Christmas is You and a lot of other Christmas songs, too. And let's face it, you know, everybody's faith is what it is. But to me, Mary is the queen of Christmas. I just want to humbly say that I don't consider myself that. She's talking about other elements of Christmas and thank the fans who supported her holiday music along the way. I want to say thank you. Give love to everybody on Christmas Day. Very cool. She's known for an array of Christmas songs, of course. The All I Want for Christmas Year, that's that's like number one, released in 94. She's spoken about her faith in the past, proclaiming, and I quote, God kept me alive. Wow, statement made about her oft times difficult upbringing. So it's really pretty cool when I posted uh, a link to an article about her and her life, which shows the old truism, isn't it? Can't judge a book by its cover, can you? No. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Maybe your Christmas tradition is watching the comet that goes by. That couldn't be a tradition because, I mean, every 40,000 years wouldn't be much of a tradition, would it? So that's what we got. But maybe this year may something new because there is a comet that's going to go by. I don't think we're going to be able to see it from what they say visible in the southern hemisphere. Why don't you just give us hope and don't say that? It's a comet that just got discovered about a year ago. It's called Comet Leonard. Isn't this cute? It's named after the astronomer Gregory Leonard. So he's got his own comet. I mean, it's not, it's going to be gone. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. But they think that it first appeared 80,000 years ago. 
only to return 40,000 years later. But now, Mr. Leonard, the astronomer, does not believe it will ever come back. Because, I mean, how are you going to prove them wrong? Right? It's gone. So, I mean, if, it, if we're looking at 40,000-year spans, I mean, that's pretty serious right there. He believes this will be the comet's last visit to the solar system. And so a lot of people talk, I mean, it's interesting that it's on the 25th, right? And then people are obviously talking about the star that appeared. Now, the wise men followed this star. Many believe that they were descendants of people that were Jews taken into captivity in Babylon. And they would, of course, be studiers of the prophets and would know that there would be a sign. Everybody looked at the stars. You didn't have any little street lamps in those days. The sky was in an arid climate. It was beautiful. If it had been a Comet Leonard going by, I think everybody would have mentioned that. That would have made the papers and the news and, you know, eyewitness news would have been out there and everybody. I think it was something kind of subtle, right? So maybe people were looking going, I don't know. They look together. You know, people kind of wondering like they do today. Is that, was that, I don't know, you know. And then eventually the wise men, I mean, the wise men are like, that's it. That's the one. It's got to be. It's never happened before. This has never happened before. But, but I'm just one of those people that believes that it was probably more subtle than you like to think. So people were like. You didn't see <laughs> anything. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. I am Joe. Welcome to Cup of Joe Morning Show. Yes. All right. You're all set. Ready to go on the big day. Coming up. <laughs> okay. Don't give me a look like that. Uh, kind of wondering where you're going to spend Christmas, right? Uh, in Florida, there you spend it. You you spend it. It's a tradition in Florida. I think you spend it at home, right? I'm hosting. I invited a few of my neighbors over for dinner. Oh wow, that's kind of cool. It's hey. like a big neighborhood thing. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. That's Chris Tomlin and the audience. Obviously, he shall reign forevermore. Taken out of the Bible, the line there from Isaiah, of course, and it's God's word to the prophet. There we go. They made so much and prophesied so many hundred years before things happened in such detail. You just cannot ignore it. You know, little towns in a, in a, in a stable, wrapped, and I mean, you know, all this stuff. I mean, you're, you're like, well, Joseph and Mary didn't even live in Bethlehem. Why in the world would they go to Bethlehem? Oh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the king. Oh, yeah, he wants to be the greatest king of all time there in Rome. Got to have a census. Anyway, I was thinking about stuff like that. You know, you think about that kind of stuff around Christmas time, don't you? You do. One thing you probably didn't think about was today is the shortest daylight of the year, which means, are you ready? Tomorrow, the day will be longer. I mean, you're saying, it's just a few seconds. <laughs> it may be 30 seconds. I'll take it. It's getting longer, isn't it? Yes. We're on the march to spring. Like the Jets are on the march to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Sorry, I, just think of those, <laughs> I just think of those strange things right there. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Well, this story is one of the most remarkable stories uh, from the hurricanes that hit, uh, hurricanes, the tornadoes, excuse me, that went through 
Kentucky is probably the most famous state and other places, Illinois and stuff. It all started when police found the bathtub upside down in a yard where the house was gone. And they turned it over and they found babies, really. One was just a little over a year old. The other one was a three-month-old. Can you imagine that? I mean, that is an incredible story. Clara Lutz is her name. She's watching the grandkids on December 10th. And she said, man, it's coming. They all knew it was coming. And she put uh, Caden and Dallas uh, into the bathtub with pillows and blankets and the Bible. And she's praying for them, man. And then it happened, the worst possible scenario. It tore her home right to the foundation. And she said, I couldn't hang on. And it just went up in the air. I had no idea what happened. And she's just like clinging to faith amidst the fear. See, you're in the fear. Of course you're in the fear. (laughs) Act like you're not afraid. Of course you are. Absolutely. But you're like, please, God, protect those kids. She's desperately searching for the bathtub. She said, I had no clue where that thing was. All I could say was, Lord, please bring my babies back to me safely. And police found them. And they're fine. And Lutz is, of course, thanking God. Awesome. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Pop some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The sound of life. Surely you've got your stockings hung by the fireplace. I mean, would, at one point you hung everything by the fireplace. We've already had shoes up there uh, at my daughter's fireplace. Right? So, uh, yeah, it's real and all that. It's really cool because kind of like to know what you got on the fireplace this morning early. Okay. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. For your husband, what you got? The last thing that I got yeah. from Walmart is this coffee mug. Uh, I mean, is this something that he needs? No, <laughs> but and we have a bunch of coffee mugs, right. and he loves coffee. And so I was like, this is perfect. It would be perfect, actually, or more perfect, I should say. It's only 12 ounces. Oh, 12 ounces? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I thought this was only 8 ounces. <laughs> he usually drinks out of, like, big like big sucker coffee mugs i mean he's a coffee fiend but 12 ounces okay this is a lot bigger than i thought so that's good i think he'll laugh when he sees this and he's gonna like it i mean it's something that will get used um but anyways yeah i thought it was cute and funny so i was like yep i gotta get it and my daughter too when she saw it she's like that's so daddy yeah yeah waking up with a cup of joe i can't imagine traveling to school every day without it it helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers so thank you for all that you do the sound of life good morning being very careful out in the hudson valley some places maybe they're salted already i couldn't believe the amount of salt trucks that were out so thank god for you guys thank god for whoever had the awareness Somebody was out in the middle of the night and said, you know, it's slick out there in places. And they mobilize. It's a good thing. It's a great thing to have an infrastructure like that to be, to be going. And I'm sorry if you slid off the road to that young lady that was distraught on the phone, wouldn't talk to us. That's okay. Uh, speaking of uh, being distraught, the professor at the University of Tennessee must be distraught. Uh, just, well, nobody found the prize, really. And you would think somebody would have. I mean, it's a lesson, really, kids. It really is. When somebody wants you to do something, maybe it's a good idea that you read the instructions or read the syllabus of the class. At least thumb through it, you know. Take a look at it when the professor says to do that. In it, in the syllabus, 
It said it had instructions in there, and it said free to the first two claims, locker 147, combination 15, 25, 35. It was a $50 bill. Students may be ineligible to make up classes, and the locker was $50 bill. It was that the instructions were written right in the middle of this class syllabus. And so you would be rewarded for reading the syllabus. You would have $50 basically just doing what you said you would do. At the end of the term, the professor, well, he found the money and the notes still in the locker, proving that no one of the 71 students, of course, who am I? I mean, I, you know, I'd probably be in the class too, wouldn't we? That's the thing. We'd sit there and go, oh, you didn't look at the syllabus. You could have had $50 and you're thinking, well, I would have been one of those 71 students probably missing out. Read it. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The sound of life. I came across something that's absolutely funny, and I lived through this era. I was a kid when Lyndon Johnson was president, the senator from Texas, who was vice president under John Kennedy and became president, of course. And uh, I don't know in what capacity... He owned an amphibious car. That was a really big deal at one time back in the, what, 60s and the 70s. It was an ugly little thing. But it would actually go in the water. But a lot of people didn't realize that they existed, I would imagine. And Lyndon Johnson took advantage of that. He would often use it to scare his guest by driving down the hill towards the water, yelling about malfunctioning brakes and just drive it right in the water. You're funny, all right. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. So I don't want to ruin your breakfast or anything like that, but I have to kind of explain this a little bit and show up how great this teenager was, right? And I know you're probably thinking your teens right about now, you know, just like, oh, what am I going to do? And it increases your prayer life. That's a good thing. But this uh, person living in Easton, Maine, this mom just went outside a day, a lot like in the Hudson Valley where it was slick out unexpectedly, and she just wanted to get a fresh breath of fresh air in her slippers, and anyway, she slipped and fell. She had her coffee cup in her hand. Now, when she fell, very rare thing, you would think it would just let go, right? But she held on to that coffee cup, and it broke, and a shard of that went into her wrist, and it was pretty bad. She ended up having a couple of surgeries on it. But first of all, we have to get to the emergency uh, because she's, she told her son, call 911. And the dispatcher said it's going to be like 15 minutes at least. So the dispatcher said, I want you to make a tourniquet because he was describing what was happening there. And so he went hunting for a piece of wood. And what's he going to tie it with? I know. The laces from my brand new sneakers. Wow. And he did it. And uh, he he tied it as really as tight as he could. The mom said it was more painful than giving birth. Wow. And a couple of surgeries later, she has a noticeable scar, but she's very grateful. Oh, yeah. To the EMTs, the hospital staff, and her 16-year-old. He stayed calm in a crisis. The one that can't pick his clothes up off the floor. The one that can't find the dishwasher. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, I laugh now, but, you know, just look at those teenagers and realize 
that they are going to come. They would save your life if they had to do it. Right? Here we go. The sound of life. Oh, yes. I've got some breaks of sun around Hudson and word of life. So let's, let's hope the rain is ending. But it was rough early this morning. I hope you're okay from that. I saw a car off the road, and I almost went off the road. And I saw the car off the road, and I was like, Ooh, okay, very unexpected this morning. That's this time of the year that those things happen, when it's drizzling rain and stuff. And, um, you know, in my years of being around here, this is the time of year you have to watch from Thanksgiving on. You know, it's uh, first morning that's dr- kind of drizzling. There are going to be some areas where it's a little bit too close to freezing. But I digress. We're talking stockings this morning. <laughs> What's in the stockings? Do you have stockings for your kids? To be honest, that is one of my favorite decorations that we put up every year. Just hanging up everybody's individual stocking. It just blesses me every year. And pretty much every year we add a new stocking. So (laughs) it's a good thing that I like it, right? So a lot of the things in our kids' stockings are about the same, um, but some things are different. So to start off with, what is the same? Everybody will be getting, so we've got a different variation from Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Snickers, to Reese's Pieces. So we will give um, what we know each child will like out of those. So disclaimer, this is not for my oldest daughter. (laughs) This is for our second all the way through the rest of the kids. Everybody except our oldest daughter will be getting one of these. Everybody, including our oldest daughter, will be getting a ring pop. So I obviously just buy them by the bag and open them and separate them. Everybody will be getting one of these things. Kinder Joy, I don't even know what these are. Nathan says that they like them. Sweet cream topped with cocoa wafer bites. Okay, apparently our kids have had these and they like them. I don't remember them, but Nathan picked these up for the kids. Everybody, except for our oldest daughter, will be getting one of these. Everybody will also be getting the mini M&M tubes. Mm. And then everybody will be getting a Nerds holiday rope. And everybody will be getting a pack of gum. It's Christmas! (laughs) The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The Sound of Life. Part of the Christmas story and Luke and Matthew and stuff that's long since gone, because we're looking at the birth of Jesus right now, was when the angel visited Mary, and I mean the angel, Gabriel, came to her, you know, and you think, why did God pick her? I mean, it's kind of obvious, really. I mean, her husband was in the line of David. She was perfect. She she wasn't married, you know, Um, and so and she was going to be, and she was probably the right age, sixteen stuff. And God knows her, you know. We always say, "Well, God knows you better than you know yourself." Well, He knew. God knew that she was going to do this. That she would let it go, and that's what she had to do. And there's some amazing thoughts on that. It's it's kind of obvious because mom is going to look at this part where Mary is being visited by the angel. And the angel eventually says, you know, you're going to name him Jesus. And it's like, I'm the one that names the baby. Me and my husband named the baby, but not in this case. And, you know, he's he's the Lord is going to give him the throne of his father, David. And you know, so in her mind, it says... She's she's troubled and she's wondering, which really in the Greek I think means calculating. She's she's putting all this together, you know. Smart. She's very smart. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.